Pornhub. Pornhub. The Pornhub Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Pornhub Podcast. Today's guest is someone I've been dying to have on the show ever since I laid eyes on him. He's a comedian, an actor, and just overall hot person. Joel Kim Booster. Hello. I am truly so honored to be here. I am a huge <laughs> fan of Pornhub's work, uh, <laughs> constantly uh, on Pornhub. It's my, one of my favorite things. I actually know that you're not bullshitting me because... I've gone pretty far back in your social media <laughs> since like way before we met and you are a certified fan. <laughs> I, well, I'm constantly just, I'm, I think I actually did this yesterday posting. Sometimes the titles on Pornhub are so funny. I like, I'm like, why do I even try to write a joke when there's a title? Yesterday I posted one that was just, it was a 21 minute long video and the title was just fucking on an air mattress. And I was like, that's the hook that's what you that's that's the like special thing about your video is that it happens to take place on an air mattress I saw that tweet and you I think your caption was what will they think of next (laughs) I will say this as as someone who titles porn videos often you really fucking run out of things to say I imagine yeah um you know it's like after the hundredth squirting video, the squirting <laughs> isn't the special thing anymore. It's the air yeah, mattress. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. So I actually wanted to ask about that. So when you, because you you do a lot of tweets where you'll like screen cap whatever porn yeah. is on your computer and then you'll write a joke about it. When is that happening? Like, is that? Um, I, usually, I am a I'm I'm a night jerk offer. Okay. Um, and so that's usually like right before I go to bed, and that's not good time it's so funny because i think i posted that tweet yesterday at like noon and i was like people are gonna think i'm just sitting at home like on my computer at noon which is there's nothing wrong with that many people that's where they when they jerk off and watch pornhub um but usually i'll like screen cap and i'll, I'll save it and i'll be like okay oh, i'll save this for a rainy day when i have nothing else to post um and feel like so I need it goes to in the drafts. Something. yeah first. it goes in the drafts and then i'm like yeah and then and I need to sort of sit with it for a while because I'm like, maybe maybe this isn't funny. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is only funny to me right now because I'm like uh, psychotically horny. And like, you know, I need to wait worse. to come first before I realize there's nothing worse than like going through your drafts and seeing like something, something that you drafted that you thought was hilarious oh, yeah. at the time. And it's just not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm always like, oh, my God, if anyone saw my drafts, I think I'd kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a, there was like a moment. I think a couple months ago when people were like, post a screenshot of your drafts. And I was like, never, 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 never. absolutely not. Yeah, like, no. So I'm actually very good about like not um, tweeting when I'm super high because like sometimes I'll like go through my drafts and I'll get I'll be like, I'm in such a creative state right now. High on what? Uh, Like anything, anything really. <laughs> yeah, truly. Well, because here the other. Well, mostly weed. Weed is when I get like, when I think I'm being creative. Okay. And I will like look at those drafts and be like, this is full nonsense. Um, Sometimes though, when I'm on like Molly or ketamine or something like that, like I do, it's actually the reason I will do ketamine is because I need to disassociate, turn my brain off. That's my favorite drug, first of all. Same here. And it's why I currently have a sinus infection and you know I'm going (laughs) to, it is, listeners, it is currently World Pride and I am 31 years old and I am partying through the sinus infection. I hope my ENT is not listening to this right now. I mean, it's Um, pride. It's pride. You have to. You have to. But um, 
it's my favorite because I need a dissociative because otherwise like on Molly or any amphetamine or or G or anything I like can't turn off the comedy brain and I'm constantly like grinding up on some dude on the dance floor and like we'll lean forward and like whisper a bit in his ear and he'll be like what what and I'll be like no did you see that guy it's funny because blah 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 and he'll be like he's getting a free stand up show cool yeah and I'm like oh this is really annoying I need to stop this and so I like I need to be on a very specific cocktail so I can like let go of my own neuroses and also just shut off the comedy brain a little bit so I can just like chill and have fun right Um, but I have there there are a couple jokes that I have truly whispered or tweeted like on three different substances and have made it into the bit uh, to the set and they are fully very like well Well, received and good (laughs) what's that thing i think it's like charles bukowski or someone someone a famous author said something like you you write high and you edit sober yeah 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 yeah. so you're kind of doing that and i would like to say just for posterity's sake that i'm this is not an every weekend thing for me by the way this is like i think people sometimes like hear these bits and they're like oh my god he's like fucked out of his mind every weekend and it is truly maybe every six to seven weeks i will go hard totally because i'm very i like i have a lot of work to do (laughs) i'm usually like and the other thing is i'm touring a lot so i'll be in like burlington vermont for a weekend and i'm not wasting ketamine in my nose (laughs) on burlington vermont no offense to burlington vermont but it is not a party city yeah no read the room right Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah Um, <laughs> I'm the opposite like when I whenever I have no filter I have even the less filter when I'm on drugs so at the point that like I'm starting to get high whoever I'm with needs to take my phone away from me yeah. because I have this thing where like even if I'm like on Xanax I can't stop telling people I'm high and it's like <laughs> it becomes like like my favorite thing to talk about is the fact that I'm high so I will definitely like go on like the last time I smoked I smoked DMT and I like immediately went on Snapchat and I was like, oh my God, I smoked DMT. (laughs) And that's like not even a drug you would do that on. (laughs) So yeah, I I definitely shouldn't be doing that. Um, I see a lot of like similarities between the comedy scene and the porn scene. Really? That's cool. I don't know if this is something you've noticed. Um, A little bit. I have like a couple of friends who do gay porn. Mm -hmm. Are they in New York? Yeah, yeah, New York um, guys like Ty Mitchell is one. Mm-hmm. I guess he's like my only real like like friend friend who does mm-hmm. porn. But like, uh, so through him, I've seen like a lot or and seen how that works. And I think like some of the like sort of labor issues that we encounter mm-hmm. are also very similar in that like oftentimes, especially early in the career, you're asked to do a lot of like free or very cheap mm-hmm. work, and like. And it's like exposure and like you have it's this like weird catch 22 of like you can only make money if you're famous, but you can only be famous if If you you get exposure. Right. And so, yeah, that I see a lot of. For sure. And then I think we also have kind of similar schedules in that maybe not as much in the gay scene. um, But for me, like I used to feature dance, which is um, I imagine a lot like being on a like a comedy tour or something but basically you go from city to city to different strip clubs you're in a shitty hotel all day long um until work starts at 11 p.m and then like it's just a lot of oh no that 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 definitely happens i don't know if they call it feature dancing but like (laughs) they uh they will bring like gay porn stars to like clubs or like bathhouses usually it's more just like straight up like come and watch this person have sex on the stage what Um, wait that's way cooler (laughs) wait hold on what do you mean to bathhouses like 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 a gay bathhouse no 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 no, like a gay bathhouse do you not know about gay bathhouses i thought okay 
wait first of all before we even get into that i thought that's what happened on like the man's side at the korean day spa i think some like in at we spa in la not that okay. is not the case at century city or not century century day spa i think in la that will I heard, happen i heard um cj grand that like kind of happened yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um okay but there are specific but there are other like literally like advertised as like gay back and and what happens there like what what is um it? so it is basically like we spa without some of without With the no korean, women. without the korean man like beating like there's not like sir sometimes there's like a massage therapist there that okay is, um but but is it like quote unquote massage therapist I think it's both. I think it's like okay. like you kind of know that you you'll get the happy ending if like you no want one's it, there but to you get can also yeah. No one goes there if you want like a real massage. Like it's not the first place you would go. But here's what I will say because like a lot of them will have gyms uh, and, and like steam rooms and pools and like um, lots of different theaters with porn playing and stuff what? like that. Um, like theaters like big rooms with big screen TVs basically just having yeah. porn and then little rooms that you can rent out uh to like go and fuck in or just like little it's like it's like a uh, discovery zone for gay men <laughs> <laughs> you know like it's just like a lot of different things happening in a lot of different rooms um it, what about in like the public shower bathing area like are are there just dudes jerking off everywhere yeah oh yeah. that's my fantasy and it's a lot of like you're just like walking around in a towel and sort of like eye contact is consent that sort of thing <laughs> <laughs> like um and i lo- and i love them for a lot of reasons i i will go a lot of cities have them that even cities that you would not expect like smaller like cities or- yeah like places in ohio like phoenix like other like just like a, most major cities will have at least one okay um and i what go, city has the best one um i think steamworks in chicago is oh. the best one okay. i think and it's sort of steamworks is a chain too there's a steamworks in san francisco or berkeley okay. and then there's a steamworks are they legal in, uh seattle yeah um i think weirdly in new york they're not but i, I that might that. have changed new york is so weirdly conservative well i think and it, I think it was like post AIDS. It was like okay. a, a way to like sort of control. Like I think they thought they were being helpful. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. they always but, do. Yeah, they always do. Yeah. Um. But yeah, because I. But also in New York, it's like when I lived here, I was like, why would you want to? Like I would go to the sex party underneath this grocery store in Park Slope sometimes, and there's like indie sex parties that are happening all the time. But it's like it's New York. You don't really need that service in New York. Same in San Francisco. Right. I'm like, I go to San Francisco and I'm like, I don't really need right, to go to a bathhouse. That's not where you you'd go to like, oh, I want to meet my people. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. your people are fucking everywhere. I know. I was like, I, I can just go to a regular cool sex party <laughs> and not have to worry about going to the bathhouse. But I like it when I'm traveling and touring because of two reasons. A it's like sort of weird for me. I don't drink. Okay. Um and so I like being alone in a gay bar not drinking is like sort of weird unless there's like an event like sometimes i'll go to a gay sports bar to watch like nba mm-hmm. or drag race mm-hmm. like if that's Obviously. happening in a in a city and that's like okay to be alone in a gay bar but sometimes like when it's just like a thursday or friday night like i don't want to be in a gay bar alone but i want to be around gay people yeah. and it's sort of very normal to be in a bathhouse um alone like and sometimes i, I don't even fuck that. i yeah. just like will be around like i'll just like want to chill out and then the just other absorbing thing, like yeah. other people's energy kind and of then thing. the other thing is like a lot of times they have better gyms than the hotel i could see that and so truly i'll just like go and work out and like sometimes sure i'll like fuck afterwards but like yeah. sometimes i will literally just go pay 30 dollars 
for like uh to work out and like squat because they have a squat rack at the, the I think I was room, meant to then, be a gay man I think so too like, I see that I'm you. so jealous that <laughs> this would never this could never happen well, first of all first for 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 women I don't think gay or straight there are, or whatever yeah I mean the, there's a lot of like well just because of the power dynamics mm-hmm. like it would it, I, I would worry about like safety because like quite honestly like some there have been moments where I've said no to a guy in a steam room who like follows me around and I get a little nervous yeah and I'm like wow this is uh, like just a slice of that feeling and t- like times it a hundredfold right. if you were a small Asian woman right you know? like right, right. would just be so terrifying also I just feel like it, it's I feel like I'm I'm in that sense I'm really jealous of gay men because like you guys are like all there's so many of you that are like down to fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) whereas like it's it's i don't know that's like harder to come across i feel like in the straight community you you find it hard to find guys who are down to fuck no it's not that i'm it's hard to find guys who are down to fuck but like i think there's not that understanding beforehand. Like you go to a gay bar. This is what I'm imagining. Obviously I'm not a gay man, so I don't know that this is like, maybe it's just my fantasy, but like I imagine going to a gay bar and being like, you meet someone, you might fuck them and then you'd go home and that's it. Uh, I think that is like somewhat true and somewhat false. Like there's a plurality of experiences like at every gay bar, obviously. Mm -hmm. And especially like in places like New York, I think like it is like, Weirder. I think Grinder has like apps. App culture has changed the way that gay men like because I find that a lot of times like when I go to a gay bar, I'm there to be with like my friends mm-hmm. and like sometimes it's like if I happen like if I really meet somebody like really really special. But I'm I think a lot of gay guys are like sort of moving in a direction where it's like if I need to fuck like I'll go to a party or I'll go to an app. And that's it's like sort of sad almost that okay. like cruising culture has like changed because of the apps. Okay, I have um, I have a question about that specifically that I've always wondered. Like, okay, so if you if you go to a bar and let's say like you just like really hit it off with someone, right? Does this ever happen where like okay, first of all, like is it do you just ask right away if someone's a top or a bottom or like or is that rude? <clears throat> I don't think it's rude. I it's you sort of have to feel it out. But like, do you ever wise. get it when you go home with someone and you just like really hit it off, and then you're like, you both like get undressed, and you're like, oh, oh. You you I mean, you will realize pretty quickly just like once things get going, and just like, and sometimes people, or? yeah, and it is like you feel it out, like, and that's like honestly, well, and I'm first, like I will do either, and mm-hmm. it really just largely depends on like my chemistry with that guy like okay. what i prefer but that's like part of the fun is like right. getting home and like you meet somebody in the bar sometimes and they like give off this vibe and then once they're but closer that's also off, it's like a luxury a whole only a verse would have right yeah i mean the thing is is like it's not always all about penetration either right you know like i think a lot of guys especially the first time sometimes it just doesn't doesn't happen because i mean you do anal it takes right. sometimes it, yeah you know it no someday you're not you're not you're thinking closed. it's yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's close. you, you, you're out at the bar and you're you're thinking you're just gonna have a friend time and then go and get to a diner at 2 a.m yeah. and then you end up going home with someone you're like i was preparing my body for a yeah, diner like, not for <laughs> anal yeah. sex um but uh but yeah, I mean, it's definitely happened and it's definitely, I think it's like a thing that happens and then, you know, you just know and you don't, you either like try it. I think I, I honestly, like sometimes that's why I meet a lot of guys in couple situations who are 
open or like mm-hmm. slightly non-monogamous or or play together because like you know sometimes you really love somebody I, right like, and but like you're you sexually don't align completely and sometimes right. you want like if it's like two tops in the relay i think two tops is technically slightly more common than two bottoms okay but i have there's no science behind that wait uh, <laughs> but that actually is First of all, is like non-monogamy more common in the gay community? I don't know. I think it. I yes, actually, weirdly, just was like talking to somebody about this. I think it is definitely more common in the gay community. I do not think it is um, the overwhelming majority of gay men, though. And like I think, out of every ten couples, how many? I think it's probably, and I I know so many gay couples who have been together like years and years many different kinds and makeups of and different levels of monogamy um i i think it's probably 50 50 honestly i really 50, do 50 that's high is that high okay yeah. i actually i actually maybe it's even less than that then because my big my i was thinking if to, if out of 10 couples i knew even one were non-monogamous for that straight would be people, a lot yeah. yeah i think it's a cultural thing though i think like we've always i think like gay men have and like queer people like Mm -hmm. part of being queer is rejecting like these structures that are sort of like created for us i honestly don't know but here's the thing and i actually i have like a whole section of my set that i'm currently working on where i talk to audiences about this because the thing is is like like there is like this i think monogamy is like this spectrum or relationships have this spectrum and there is this line in the middle where it goes from completely monogamous to Mm non-monogamous but even monogamous couples have different rules within their relationship and every relationship yeah like there are so many couples where i like look at them and i'm like okay you're fully emotionally cheating on this person right but it that doesn't like for for some reason we don't see that and personally to me that would be like way less same same to me i i don't give a shit about anal but don't keep a secret from me yes yes oh my god totally like i really really uh, could care like well and i on i haven't been in a relationship in like 10 years and so i honestly don't i think i'm probably more inclined to be monogamous like just because i'm a very jealous person but Mm -hmm. right now i'm not really looking and also this has come up a little bit more recently is that like this couple asked me if I would like, I have a lot of friends who are now in couples who have boyfriends too, that they're both dating a third person, a thruple, a thruple. Okay. Um, and then I have friends who are, uh, in a relationship and then they are like dating each dating like a different person okay which is another thing um but like this couple that i was like really into and i have like uh truly prefer if i'm gonna have group sex prefer like five plus to just three of us because i find threesomes a little bit like a little bit more tricky but i've had like the best threesomes with this couple and we and like i don't know i was like i would i would be the third to them because right. I don't think that I could be in a the main part of the couple and then open our relationship right. up to a third person. But but you're the feature. Be the guest, guest star. Yeah, yeah for sure. Star. There was like something about the dynamic that because I've I have a really uh, I have another set of friends that are um, currently doing this. Like they are they just got married and they have a boyfriend. And I was like for, a, a couple years ago I would have thought about that and been like that's completely nonsensical to me. Like how <laughs> right. does, that somebody's getting fucked over. And, right, right, you know, right. Like right, I would right. believe that somebody's getting fucked over. But after like they've been doing this for like six months and I just like observing them, I'm sort of like, oh no, this really works in an interesting way. And I think it's like specific. I don't know that it would work with everybody. Right, of course. But I was like watching the dynamic because it just does seem like... So I've I've been in a th- 
like a throuple before. And I was actually living with a couple in Florida who were both older than me, um, but they were a married couple. They had two kids and I lived with them for a year and it was fully emotional and sexual. And I'm also a jealous person and I also can see myself looking from the outside in thinking that would never work for me. Like, but it really did. And that's... I guess sometimes maybe when like you go into something with an understanding, it's totally different than when something sprung on you. Well, you know, the thing that really struck me about like the last time we had sex, this couple and I, I was like, because sometimes you go into a threesome and you're like, I'm here to save someone's marriage. You know, like, <laughs> like they're, they're, they've yes, reached I a do. point, like there's like, it, it, like, and like someone, I don't know, like you can see that the way the attention is spread, it's like, oh, you guys aren't into each other. Anymore. Yeah. And this no, is like and a last ditch thing. But you also like don't want to hurt your friend's feelings. Yeah. It's a very but awkward thing. this couple, like, I just, I, and again, this is like, I'm so in my head in moments like this, but I was just like, while we were having sex, I was like, they're so in love. And it shows, it shows in the way that like, while I was there having sex with them, it was like, sh- it like really read <laughs> to me that they were still so into yeah. each other. And that was so hot. That me. is really hot. Um, that like, and like my, it was, so, and I was like, I, I really do like both of them sort of like equally in different ways. Yeah. And like, um, the sex is really good. I was like, I, I think like if that were an option for me, we unfortunately live in different cities, so it's not, but like. If that were an option to me, I bet I could do that. Yeah. Like, I bet that, honestly, right now would be more fulfilling to me than a one-on-one relationship, which I Is like, it because of your career? I think it partially that. I think partially that. I also think that, like, I don't know. I've really come into this moment in my life recently. Because, like, for from ages, like, truly 20 to 28, 29, all I wanted was a boyfriend. Like, mm-hmm. I was just, like, on the prowl, like, constantly, like wanted to be in love so bad it was my only concern in life and I would like get into like start dating people for like three months or like fall really uh, for somebody and it would just always be toxic and I'd always be my worst the worst version of myself Mm -hmm. and I hated it I hated the way I felt I hated all of it and now I'm sort of at this place and it is absolutely because my career is doing well Mm -hmm. and like but I'm I'm honestly and and I I used to say this to try and trick the universe and this is not that, but I'm like, I'm really okay. I'm really right. okay being by myself right now. And I'm not sure. I, I really feel like I've tried to twist myself into wanting to date and wanting to like do that. And I don't know that I need to right now. And I don't know if I ever will, honestly. Right. Like, I could see myself. I honestly can see myself growing up and or growing up growing old <laughs> like being somebody who's like just alone and like chill about it right and i and and sometimes i say that and people are like oh no you like you'll find no, and it's like that's it. not like it's not a sad thing for yeah. me either it's honestly I think it's like also i know like the stages in my life where i've been like desperate for a relationship and i know exactly what you're talking about where you're basically like meeting every single person and you're like this might be it yeah <laughs> um I, I found that the, when I'm like that, it's when I'm not fulfilled in the other areas in my life uh-huh. and I'm not like happy with myself or I'm not fulfilled wherever. Like I'm just not a fulfilled person. So I'm like looking for that relationship because it's like, okay, that's what's going to complete my life. Yeah. But like when like my career is going great and I'm confident in myself, I'm like, oh, like Who gives I, don't, a shit? I don't need anything. I have yeah. everything I want. I'm and that and that's sort of where I'm at right now. Like I'm genuinely enjoying my life mm-hmm. alone for the first time in a long time. And, right. And I also like the other thing that I'm starting to think is that I just don't think I like dating. Like I don't. I always marvel at people who are like 
I have a date tonight and I have a date with another person another night. And I'm like, that sounds like so much. Like I am out of, I, maybe it's just cause I've gotten to this age where I'm like to sit with a prac who, someone who is me, who's basically a stranger one-on-one for an, a several, like a couple hours in a row sounds like torture to me. But do you think that's because your job is your job? Cause I hear you. I totally agree. And I think I would assume that your job entails a lot of this too, but my job, a lot of it is like small talk with people that I half know and acquaintances and I hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, literally you are talking about the weather and like, there's just so much like stuff that's like, you're like, wow, none of this matters because I will never see you again. So, and that's dating, right? That's dating. (laughs) Like for me, I, I think what I need, if I were ever be in a relationship again, it would have to be like fully... Um, we spend accumulatively like 30 hours together within a group setting. <laughs> We've had sex three times and then I will be ready to spend one-on-one time with you. Cause there are like close <laughs> friends that I've had for years that I would not want to be a one-on-one with. Yeah. I'm just like, not, I'm like, I need like three of us or I need to be alone. Um, because I, I just like can't do like yeah. small no, talk. Totally. Sometimes. And you can click on a, like a group level, but yeah. not, yeah. One-on-one I can, definitely understand that but yeah I I think I've never I've actually never met someone outside of like being introduced by a friend or meeting them at work like I've never I've never dated someone just like randomly meeting them so I and I can't fathom that like I I cannot I mean it's a little bit different for gay men I think because we are because there's so few of us like Mm -hmm. I am sometimes less in LA than in New York. Mm-hmm. This is the this is actually the most annoying thing about LA is that there are 16 gay men in LA. Uh, <laughs> you see really? all of them every single weekend. It is wild how like you spend a year in LA and you're like, well, I've seen them all. Uh, <laughs> I've seen every single person. I am all. I know like there's like six definitive groups in LA and that's it. Especially on like the East Side versus WeHo. It's just like a lot. Whereas in New York, when I was living here, I could fuck a guy that I met out. And then, like, he would disappear into the mist and I would never see him again. Right. Um, whereas in L.A., like, the, a couple times I have, like, been seeing people and it feels like the entire gay community in L.A. knows and is watching. And I'll get, like, oh, you know, he used to date so-and-so and blah, 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 and this and that. And, and you're blah, a public blah, blah. person. Yeah. I mean, in L.A., it feels less so because everybody works in the industry, oh, it feels true. like, in L.A. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like no one is that impressed by that, which is a godsend, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so... Yeah, but it is, it does feel like there are way less. And so I think like for me, you know, you're just like, it it is a community thing of like, you're just seeing everybody. And then every time a new gay person comes onto the scene, everyone's like, (laughs) 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 who calls dance? Yeah. Um, So you're adopted. Yes. And I read somewhere, I don't know if this is true because everything on the internet is true, but I read that you found your biological brother and uh, he is also gay. No, 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 no. So this is that's that's like so a, that's not true. That's like a game of telephone version of the real story. Okay. My adopted brother, who is biological to my parents, um, so my my parents had two biological kids, and then they adopted me. Okay. And so my older brother, um, who I'm not biologically related to, oh, is gay. As slightly well. less interesting, yeah. I guess. Uh, so, well, I actually think like slightly weirder because like what a coincidence! Like there's like. No, yeah, like my actually, joke, my joke in my stand up is that like 
I don't know what the science is there, but that feels like nurture, not nature. <laughs> you know, like that feels like absolutely <laughs> what was going on in that house. Science needs to figure that out because whatever it was made us gay. Um, well, I thought it was interesting because I've actually never met two siblings in one household, both gay. Oh, wow. I meet Bisexual, them all. a lot. I meet... A lot? A, a lot. I have... I, I can think of probably like eight people off the top of my what head. What about twins? Do you know any identical I, I, twins? I've dated three identical twins. <laughs> that is and every single time if the identity the other twin is a boy uh well obviously if they're identical they have the other hold on but hold on it has hold been on. gay as well wait hold on okay i'm obsessed with twins obsessed wow. but i could never date one because i think i'm an only child so i have this fantasy in my mind that i'm like man if i had a twin like they'd be so in love with me and they would never <laughs> let me fuck anyone else like this is the fantasy and like they would like I'd be like monogamous to my twin. Yeah. That's my ultimate sexual fantasy. Wow, that's fucked up. But well, I'm an only child though, so I can say that. Yeah. But like I so I think if I were to date a twin, like even fraternal whatever, I think that they would have such a strong bond that I could never penetrate and I'd be so jealous. Wow. Did you find that to be true? No. Or? In fact, weirdly, every twin that I know, um, that I have dated or hooked up with that has a gay twin. They're like, I don't know. I think maybe because of the gayness, like there's like a weird distance between them. Oh, um, like the closeness. I've never seen the closeness. Like I, I'm wait, were any of them, were any of their twin brothers also gay? All of them. I think like it's in, in, in one of them in fact is closeted. Okay. But so we won't, but we uh, won't say their full I won't name. say their full name. <laughs> but it's weird because like one is very out and the other is like known Super to be closeted. Uh, straight. And they're like, isn't that interesting that like one is gay and one is straight? And I meanwhile I've like fully had hold Skype on. sex with the straight one. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I have so many questions. First of all, I just want to say that must be the closeted one's fucking nightmare. Yeah. When his brother came out, he's probably like, God damn you. Yeah. Um, second of all. So do they have identical penises? I guess is the main. Well, I've never hooked up. Everyone's I've mind. never hooked up with both the twins. Okay. So I I would I don't know that. I, I imagine so. The weird the one like weirdest situation that happened was because all of them were like pretty straightforward. We like dated for a little bit and then broke up and like you know nothing weird. One guy in New York. I we, I think we met on Tinder. Um, we dated for a cup like a month and a half. Went on like four or five dates um and he had a twin brother and uh and then he ghosted me okay and i was like that's fucked up because uh, i think like th- like once you're past like the three or four date threshold that's a text you know like yeah. i think one date sure ghost uh, but like even then yeah i mean it's a contextual thing but i i think no matter what three or four dates it's unconscionable to go yeah no um so even then he, two dates he ghosted and then a couple weeks later I got a message um, on Grinder from like a faceless person who then had to send me their pictures, and it was his twin brother. And I had this. Moment. Did he know? No, he. We had never met, like while I was dating Wait. his brother. So I knew. If you guys like had ended up together, this would be like my favorite rom com. Well, ever. that's what I because I was like I was like oh my god because a, a big part and I like told everybody obviously because like we were like <laughs> obviously we were like close to like actually I was like go hook up with them um because also this is the other weird thing i've dated three set like three twins before and i always 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 end up dating i'll look at i'll like go on facebook and i'll look and i'll be like i'm dating the uglier one 
Um, <laughs> and it's like it's like very slight, you know, like but there's in identical twins, there's always one that like of slightly course. takes care of themselves a little bit better, like has made that their identity. Um, no, even even no, I know exactly what you're talking about because because I'm obsessed with twins yeah. and I spend a lot of time looking at them. Like even on Instagram, like the famous ones and stuff, there's always one that's they're identical, but one like got her lips filled a little yeah, bit yeah, differently yeah, yeah. Exactly or like, that. you know, yeah. yes. Um, and this one was the hotter one, the one that had messaged me on Grinder, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go hook up with him. And then I was like, and then I was like sort of going through the scenario in my mind and I was like, exactly what you, where you went. I was like, oh my God. And then like, I'll, it'll have started out of revenge <laughs> and then like, I'll actually fall in love with him. And then he'll invite me to a family wedding and I'll have to be like, listen, like I have to tell you something. I dated your brother and I don't know why I didn't tell you at first. And that was where my head went. And then my friend Cole was like. No, bitch. It's like full, like single white female. You're gonna roll over in bed and be like, "You fuck just like your brother." Oh, shit. And he's like, "It's a horror movie for them. It's a rom com for you." Like, whoa, talk about perspective. Yeah, I know. I was like, okay, so I shouldn't do this. This is <laughs> weird. I was like, That's, I don't want to do that. But also, like, that must happen to them. Maybe they clearly have the same they both, taste. They and they're well. It's wild because the one that I dated. Oh, weirdly. So this was one of the only times I've ever gone up to a guy at a bar and been like, you're cute. And then okay. we went home together and then started dating. Um, but uh, he, the one that I went, ended up with dating was like, I don't know, went to, it was like at a bad med school. And the other one went to like Princeton for med school or something crazy. I don't know. He, he The other one was like smarter and hotter, weirdly. <laughs> And was like already a doctor, and like this one was like sort of like lagging behind. Like you got a the bit. Danny DeVito. I know twin. I did, and I was just like so mad the whole time. Especially I was like, if I had just waited a couple of weeks, this one would have messaged me on Grinder, and I would have had it, would have had it all. I'd be married but to also, a doctor. Now. But maybe that's also a you thing. Like maybe it's a grass is greener on the yeah, other side thing. Yeah, true. Very like true. maybe you did have the hotter twin every time, <laughs> but you just wouldn't allow yourself to see, to see it. it. No, I think objectively speaking. <laughs> That's um, amazing. I hope not. So, of them are, are you listening. are you actively into? No, it's a coincidence. No, it's always a coincidence, and I oh, it always happens, and I'm always like, oh, fuck, uh, four, so four times. Do you know who the Patriota twins are? No, they're so hot. They're Brazilian, and they're supermodels. Are they like stars? fashion? No, they're oh, okay. fa- <laughs> they're fashion. <laughs> You're like, who cares then? But they're fashion models, and they take like really provocative photos with each other, like of them like grabbing each Boys other's or girls. dicks. Oh, Boys. Oh wow. Weirdly, twins only that interesting if they're boys. I don't know yeah, why. I agree. It's like less taboo when they're girls and yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. making out yeah. for some reason. I think that's well. That is the patriarchy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucked us all up with like what is acceptable and what is not. It's um, so true. Do you know who the Peters twins are? Are they German and in porn? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. do. They well, they sort of disappear. I don't know yeah, if they're German. I remember. But they were like one of ago. some of like the first were like because like they the porn and they fucked each other. Yeah. yeah, porn people like the porn studios have always tried to trick us. Yes, into thinking that yes. people are like siblings or triplets or twins, yes. and it's always like nice try. But these ki- <laughs> these two, you were like, this nice is fucked try. up. They it's are true. actually, it's totally but I was like a marketing thing. But I was also like, who cares? Like they're not having kids. Like let them fuck. Can each I other. tell you something? I've always said this. I think gay incest should be 100 percent okay. legal. Wow! Wow! Okay. So. I've gotten in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been in trouble for saying this too, and I can't stop saying well, it. Well, and I, because a lot of people equate incest with rape, especially when it's right. parent, parent to kid, parent, Gross. adult to kid. I'm not and into I, that kind I of yeah, and I'm always have to be like, oh, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm thinking like cousin to cousin. Cousins. 
siblings yes. maybe but not even one older one younger it's it's kind yeah of, it's just beyond like the no same power yeah, 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 yeah and that's not like a caveat so Consensual i actually have adult incest. i have a joke that like is not really working right now where i'm like truly like this we might be the room for it. Like gay reparations, we should be allowed to fuck our, our cousins and you shouldn't be allowed to be upset about it uh, because there's Agreed. not enough of us. And if we're now suddenly not allowed to, f- like if I have a hot cousin and he's gay and suddenly like he's closed off from, like we're already so small a part of the, the population. Like we should absolutely have that available Like the 16 gay guys in LA could be 18 for Right, you. exactly. <laughs> now wait, do you know, do you watch Chopped? The no. show on the Food Network. No, but I Ted know Ted Allen is. is the host of that. Former, one of the original Fab Five Queer Eye guys. Oh, okay. Married to his cousin. Stop! And not enough people talk about it. Not Wait, enough people stop. talk about it. And he's beloved, and he should be the face of this movement, honestly. He should. Because people love him. Moms love him because he's the host of Chopped. Wait, he's, first cousin? I think first, maybe second. But it's on his Wikipedia. Whatever, who cares? I, I refused. I read it one time on a Wikipedia page, never fact-checked it, and no. I've been spreading it around the internet on podcasts <laughs> ever since. And that is my MO. And if you don't accept me for that, then that is your problem, not mine. <laughs> no, let's not fact-check that because I need that to be true. Yes. Wait, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah, let, caveat... should fully... And gay, like, uh, lateral incest, I yes. suppose. Is the, is the, we need to, like, make it that a new term. Right. Lateral incest. <laughs> because I, I did have a, like, I tweeted, like, gay, we sh- gays should be allowed to do incest was, like, the joke that I did. And, like, I got a lot of blowback on Twitter from people, and rightly so. And, like, I, right, I agree. Right, because people assume Yeah, and they were like, son. this isn't funny because I was raped by my dad. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I didn't even realize that, that was the of, connotation. That kind of goes to prove, like, how pure-minded we are yeah and how innocent we are no for real though though our minds didn't even go there no yeah we were just thinking truly thinking cousins love. cousins brothers Horny and certain brothers. yeah 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 um never would think um of that which is wild because like so much of gay porn is centered around the stepfather's experience mm-hmm. well because that's it has to be yeah um i think in, in porn like so porn porn laws are weird because like everything's gray and like obscenity is a very like loose vague term and you know people have been imprisoned for quote-unquote obscenity and that could be fisting on one day and it could be like period sex on another that's absolutely like they've given are careful about the law ways to oppress like marginalized communities by giving them gray area laws like uh, a disorderly conduct right completely up to whatever fucking cop you run into that right. night and Obscenity. your race yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly totally so it's like treason it's bullshit yeah. um, but yes I get that I fully um, get that so on that incest note like what kind of porn do you watch I watch it all and this is I'm like very um, I, I mean I fucking love sex mm-hmm. just in general same um, and people are always like what's your type and with type as with porn like it really just depends on the day and which way the wind is blowing like i there's only like i don't enjoy fisting mm-hmm. even as an activity for myself i have fisted someone mm-hmm. before and like and it brought them joy and i love that for them mm-hmm. i love that journey for them but mm-hmm. it was like it didn't do much for me as like a fisting tap and i certainly I have, like, a medically tight asshole. Like, my gay doctor in L.A. is constantly, like, prescribing me butt plugs because he's like, you just, you you can't. 
Um, and so is that what gay doctors do? <laughs> <laughs> Mine does. Mine is amazing. Like, here, take this speculum. No, he literally use was it like every night. Every time he like does like a, an anal pap on me, he's like, "You're he, and and I'm I get fissures a lot after I bottom sometimes, um, which honestly is like part of the reason I'm versed because I'm sometimes like I just can't. Right. So we I need to get better at topping because I, and that was like a decision I made like five or six years ago. A and decision now, out of necessity. Yeah, out of necessity. <laughs> and he's like literally gotten out his phone, pulled up on Amazon. Amazon, like get the, buy these buy these plugs because buy these you anal to. dilators um but yeah so i'm not into like fisting um i don't really enjoy the porn don't like scat yeah me neither could pee on yeah. somebody if they really wanted yeah. that for themselves and like would maybe be open if i really love the person i would let them pee on me sure in a yeah, very controlled for environment. sure um but not into scat and then beyond that pretty much into everything yeah. i i like i'm like really prefer um amateur right now yeah because i just find it to be like i like the sort of i don't know porn really fucked me up in terms of expectations we talk about it all the time Mm -hmm. and like i i always say that like if i ever had kids which i never will i would only let them watch amateur (laughs) (laughs) because like it's just like the readiness of like i just like watching sort of like oh yeah like especially anal sometimes it like doesn't last that long it's awkward it like yes it feels good with the right person but like i like sort of the realness of like the process of sex sometimes also i find that true pervs like amateur is yeah i think there's two things i I, i've found in my in my journey that true pervs like uh amateur porn and true pervs like um full underwear (laughs) really yes i found that People who like thongs are usually like pretty vanilla in, yeah. in my experience. But like when, when you start like saying things like I like full back cotton panties, I'm like, oh, you're disgusting. I love that. Yeah, because yeah, it's so specific. It's so much more specific. Yeah. They've thought about it a it's little like, bit like more. It's like basic. Like society like has told us that thongs are hot. Yes. And so you just buy it and accept yeah, it. And you're, you're like, like yeah, I, I like thongs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Hot. Um, but this, yeah, when you, like, it's like, what's panties? the childhood memory <laughs> yeah. that like your brain has turned into a kink, yes. you know, like yes. what's the trauma that your brain has turned into a kink to, in order to process it? What kind it? of fucked up are you? Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I will like a, a big studio, like, um, I love like a BD, a good BDSM mm. or like any sort of like weird, like power control thing like Mm -hmm. like, I don't know that I have like necessarily like a kink per se but I like um so you're a true verse then I like (laughs) I like I like the the thing is is like if I'm bottoming I want the guy to be like a top and if I'm Mm -hmm. topping then because this is the thing that I found I think especially racialized as an Asian man like when I was like early exploring my sexuality a lot of it was like oh I need I'm the bottom because I'm Asian okay and like that was something that was like I think it's just sort of expected because all the guys who were into me were like rice queens who like wanted me to be like a little and I was young when I was having sex mm-hmm. so like th- there was that component mm-hmm. of it too and I was like a twinker boy and then I like sort of in the last like five or six years realized that like the thing that turns me on is not necessarily like bottoming but like if I meet somebody who's like I want you to fuck me and like I need to be desired and like if I know that like I, I you can't be like wa- like I'll, I'll, yeah sure we can do whatever right you know like, yeah I need you to tell me how you want me right and like and so I guess that's like emotionally I'm a bottom I guess yeah, like at all times it is. but like I I enjoy the experience of fucking somebody who's like get in there you know? I'm <laughs> like, the same like I always say I I think I'm 
I think I'm like so submissive to the point where I'm like any fetish you have. I'll be so into yeah. it because like just watching someone get super turned on turns me on. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm causing that, like it doesn't matter what it takes, like except scat. I'm not into that. But I, I think for the person I loved, I would do it. I would. I mean, I, here's I, the I thing. Would... You and I both do anal and sometimes scat is just a part well, of it. Yeah. So... No, but that's different. <laughs> yeah. It's a different thing. That's definitely it's different. different. Um, but yeah, like I, I think, I think I do you watch guys jerking off? Uh, no, that doesn't really That's do it for favorite. me. It really doesn't do it for me. I'm just sort of like, I need, I need at least two people on the screen. Okay. Really, like, unless it's like, uh, you really have to sell the fantasy to me that, um, they don't know they're being filmed, which I know is like a little dicey, but no, like, but you know what? Um, porn is dicey. Yeah. I think porn's the place we can be dicey. Yeah. Well, and, and it's a, a really, it's all about like selling the fantasy mm-hmm. to me. Like if I'm going to watch like a studio, that I mean, I will, I say, Actually, I say I don't like it, but like sometimes I will, like an OnlyFans, mm-hmm. I'll go and I'll watch a guy mm-hmm, jerk mm-hmm, off there. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if it's like weirdly like on their roof in Bed-Stuy, you know? Like, right. <laughs> like I love like an, uh, an on-location jerk off where like they might be caught. Um, so I'm the opposite. I, well, no, I'm not the opposite, but I, my favorite thing in the world is watching guys jerk off. Like that's the porn I watch and I don't really budge from that that much. Wow. But like, I don't like when it's so amateur that their room is like messy and then I can't just like focus on just them. I'm like looking around and there's too much distraction, but I don't like, I, I don't enjoy a professionally shot like studio jerk off because yeah. it's like, you wouldn't be jerking off there. Like, that's not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why why are you in a studio or why are you in a mansion jerking off when clearly yeah. you're basically homeless? Yeah. Which is just my type anyway. But like. I, yeah, and I guess I like cum shots don't even really do it for no, me most me of the time either. either. Like, because that's, I feel like, sort of what you're building up to when you're watching someone jerk off, maybe. And a but. lot of. <clears throat> no, I, I don't even. I don't like the cum shot because okay. I feel like it's telling me when to come and I don't uh, like that. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's too much pressure. Like, I. I'd like to come on my own terms. Well, you know what I will say is that, so my, and this is, this is a big, like, um, pet project, like pet peeve of mine, like something that I champion constantly is that, um, there aren't enough Asian men in porn, like in general. And I think like, and the one, and, uh, and there's certainly not enough variety of Asian men. I feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of, especially us produced Asian porn, it's all twinks, which is like, great. Mm -hmm. I think they should be there, Mm -hmm. but I do think like, there like should be right like where are the asian bears where are the asian muscle but guys where goes are the, back like, to what you were saying is like you assumed early yeah, on because, because that's you're what asian I was and it's like representation matters it, rep- totally. it matters on television and i think it matters in porn too and i mm-hmm. honestly and this is like cuckoo bananas when i say this but and i started saying it as a joke but i honestly a little bit believe it now is i think because i mean you know about the racism in the gay community mm-hmm. towards especially towards asian men because it's connected to masculinity mm-hmm. you know like um but I feel like if my generation grew up seeing sort of incidentally Asian guys show up in their porn, mm-hmm. I think their ideas about what was hot and mm-hmm. and desirable would have been shaped a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I honestly do. And the the Asian the good Asian porn that I am able to find of guys that like look like me or like bigger than me or different types sizes than me, it's mostly jerk off porn, and that's sad to me. It's mm. sad that I, I'm like, I want to see that guy fucking fucking. Yeah. And wh- why can't I find that? And it's- well, I, I actually wanted to ask you that. So one of my questions was like, I, 
but you basically answered it as like what it what does it mean to be asian in the gay community i know what it means to be asian as a woman yeah. um and it's kind of similar to what you said we're seen as it's so weird because we're seen as submissive, but also like all the Asian women I know are like the scariest people yeah. <laughs> I know, including my mom. So like, I don't know where that... Well, it's this idea. I think that like it's tied to, I think like ideas about Eastern culture. Mm-hmm. And I think it's I it's definitely connected to ideas about Asian masculinity. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I think the gay community writ large is in a lot of places obsessed with masculinity and sort mm-hmm. of passing and like being like a traditional really? man. Oh yeah. Like the, the, the amount and like, it's a little bit more taboo in like more progressive cities like New York or LA. Like it, people see, see it as sort of lame when you s- write on your grinder profile, like I'm straight acting or like, I'm you know, something like that. But okay. like when I go to cities like Chicago or Phoenix or like other places like Portland, like it is just so widespread, like guys being like, yeah, I don't seem gay or like I, I don't like femme guys. I'm mask looking for another mask guy and stuff like that. And it's all like, you know, it's hard to, cause you don't want to like come at people because it's all sort of like stuff that society has built into right. us. And it's hard to unpack that, yeah. especially when you're on a fucking grind. Like, yeah. Not like gonna, it's not going to happen gonna, yeah, from yeah. a grinder hookup. I, I, I see people like try, like they'll post screenshots of like grinder conversations where they get into it with guys. And I'm like, okay, bless you. God bless yeah. you. I like, agree with you. No one but came also, here for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm also like contextually, this doesn't seem like the place you're going to be changing anyone's mind about um, their ideas about masculinity. Um, but I think even in like st- straight Asian men, face this too Mm -hmm. where they're just like seen as less masculine and I think it goes back to like dick size and Mm -hmm. like all of these other ideas which it's like fair because here's the thing like I um I have a joke an early joke that was in my first half hour my first Conan set where I say I have a big dick and like I love my dick it's like statistically average and Mm -hmm. (laughs) measure it every day you know it's like (laughs) bigger than my iphone but smaller than a galaxy you know um and the joke has like followed me because like a lot of people i think really want need that to be true about me but here's the thing like go on some of these reddit threat like reddits uh, like i think asian guys uh not safe for work as one where i'm like scrolling here and i'm like oh yeah there are asian guys with huge dicks out there but my thing is is that like even as like I've like grown to like really be like, oh, like now that I've had sex with truly like a thousand people and seen from my with my own eyes what average actually right. is. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm 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 okay. Right. But like for me, there's always this moment the first time I hook up with somebody, especially if I don't know if they've hooked up with another Asian person, where I'm like, Well, what is average to them? And like, am I about to confirm an idea that they have about Asian guys or am I about to supersede an idea that they have about Asian guys? Am I about to like under like be, you know, and that is like the, that is the biggest like, and it's crazy because it's like, I don't want to be thinking about that while I'm having sex. Right. But like, again, it's that thing of like, I can't get out of my fucking head where I'm like the first time someone sees it, I'm always like, oh fuck. Like, am I about to like, am I confirming a stereotype for them right now? But you know what? I think, um. I think you're in a better boat than like a black dude with an average size yeah. dick. I think, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they must think that too. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's the same. It's a, it's a, it's a, the other side of that coin of, of these. Cause the other thing is that like black men are, are seen as hyper masculine right. to the point that they're seen as dangerous. And like right. black women are seen as hyper masculine. And, and, and that's, and that's sort of why like we, 
it's again that sort of other side of the coin with black women where like um okay cupid released these statistics where like asian men and black women were sort of the least responded to um racial groups okay um and it's because and it's again because it all feeds back into this like patriarchal ideas of like traditional masculinity and traditional traditional femininity and which groups sort of are seen in the popular idea of their uh, of them as not being a part of that, and it's right. Asian men who are seen as feminine and, bl- and black women who are seen, seen as masculine. masculine. I mean, you see it. I mean, truly, like the the discourse around Serena Williams is like the play. Mm-hmm. Like you can really see it, like come out there. This like trends or uh, like well, it's, it's connected to that, but like um, misogynoir, like mm-hmm. these ideas about black women and like mm-hmm. policing their bodies and like it's That's not the fair. Most infuriating thing. That whole thing with her is fucking infuriating. Yeah. Like, the the words people use to describe her are, like, insane. It's yeah. just, you would never fucking say that about anyone else. It is crazy. It's, but, yeah, that's, I mean, that's my struggle uh, with being Asian. I, I will find, I, I have let go of it mm-hmm. a lot in recent years. Like, I don't know that I would ever have felt comfortable. And it's, it's like, it's actually now, the di- there's a different layer to this, but, like, uh, I love a sex party, especially because, like, again, going back to, like, things, you can prepare your asshole mm-hmm. as best you can. Mm-hmm. But sometimes <laughs> it, something happens. Sometimes it's not an anal and day. And the, the, thi- the best thing about a sex party is, like, the, um, the number of times, like, and I'm actually pretty good. I would like to plug um, Pure for Men. I don't know if you know. But um, I'm I'm usually, like, good to go. I rarely even douche sometimes now when I... Wait, what is Pure for Men? Um, pure this is not I, an I ad. I just want to say that right I'm now. I'm not even getting paid to do this right now. Um, pure for Men is this thing created um, by gay guys that it's... Um, is it psyllium husk? It's psyllium husk. And there's another... This, this yeah, is the other thing because a lot of people are like, oh, it's just psyllium husk. It's just, like, marketing differently. I will say there's... Everything a, is something marketed yeah, differently. Yeah, but though. there's another... There's two kinds of fiber, and okay. psyllium husk just sort of makes you oh, there's also firm up. okay. But there's then a there's few. there's the other kind that like scrapes you out yeah. too. And here's the thing: been using pure ferment twice a day for the last you know year or so. I sometimes will wipe, and it's absolutely clean. Can I tell you something? I I when I was doing a lot of anal in porn, like every few days I would do an anal scene, and I was basically clean all the time because I would take psyllium husk. Yeah, but this. Looks pretty awesome. This is not an ad. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But like, I, like, it I, like I if such an anyone ad from right Pure for Men is listening, <laughs> you guys need to fucking send me a check because I, anytime <laughs> I'm like bottoming at a fucking sex party and people are like, it's amazing you didn't have like you're so you were immaculate. Some guy said to me recently, and I was like. Yeah, it's uh, pure for men. You feel like I didn't even do Well, and this, oh, this is, speaking of representation, this is the crazy thought that I, I was here in New York a couple months ago and I went to this after party that turned into an orgy and there were three Asian guys and then three non-Asian guys there and we were all like sort of having sex in different configurations and just sort of the way I was vibing that night, I ended up bottoming for all of it and I looked over at one point and I was like getting fucked on the couch and I looked over and the other Asian guy was also getting fucked somewhere else in the living room and then I was like, I was like, no, I was like, the, the optics here are bad. I was like, we can't all three of us be f- bottoming right, right now. One of us has to be topping. And I looked over and I saw the other Asian guy was topping. And I was like, okay, thank God. Thank God. I, I, was can, like, I can continue I can, getting I was fucked. like, I can continue getting fucked because someone here is like, and again, I was like, I don't want to have to be thinking about this while but I'm at the sex party. I know. I know what you mean. I mean, but that, the, yeah, that goes beyond. There's so many things as an Asian person I feel I can't do. Like, when I carry a plastic bag, I feel like I have to be carrying a purse, for example, or else I look like a delivery person. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> if I'm smoking a cigarette on the street, I can't squat because yeah. I look like an old man in Chinatown. Oh my God, I was doing that at the gym today and I saw, I made eye contact with someone and I shot up because <laughs> I was like... You again, can't. Yeah, it's crazy. It's fucked up, but you you just can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I know. Um, But I, oh, I was saying about the sex parties is that it's so nice when there's like a huge group because you can just sneak off, take a shower, <laughs> like figure yourself out and then slip back in and like when it's one-on-one, like you truly do have to like stop and that's sort of a vibe killer when it's one-on-one yeah. in a way that it's not in a big group because yeah. so they can just like go off It's like that else. thing, I think it's from Great Gatsby where they're like small parties or small part. there's no privacy at small parties. Yeah! Like oh my God, I can't believe you connected this to the Great fucking Gatsby. <laughs> that's what they were talking about. That's really yes. what they meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shooting on some guy's dick at a sex party. <laughs> But it's true. Yeah. But yeah, I, I could see that. And I, I do know what you mean about threesomes being like three is the worst number. Yeah. Three always wants to be two or Th- more. Or four. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's someone. Even at an amusement park. Yeah. There's usually someone always getting left out there. Mm-hmm. Th- unless you find like truly like your your golden uh, couple or right. what. You find the right like chemistry mm-hmm. where three works. But sometimes I find. Because then I've also been in threesomes where like only one of them has been super into me. And the other it feels like they're like I'm only going along with this because. The, I've done it, that so much because of porn though. Yeah. And see, that doesn't make you feel good. No. Though. Like, nobody feels good in that nobody situation. Feels good. Except for the one person who's getting what they yeah. want, you know? The per- it's, it's the human centipede. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Only the person at the, the front. front. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh Everyone else is getting fucked. Oh, my God. What's the sluttiest thing you've ever done? Um, I mean, I feel like it's sort of been <laughs> peppered throughout this entire conversation. Yeah. Um, I mean, what is... It's it's so wild in the context of this conversation to try and figure out like what is even slutty to me. You're right. Me and anymore. also slutty is, you know, it's subjective. Yeah, it's very subjective. I mean, I think my I live my life as a pretty slutty person. Um I mean I'm responsible yeah. and you know, uh get tested. No, I mean I mean slutty in a good way. Like I, I didn't yeah, mean um, in a judgy way. I would say like <laughs> <laughs> I would say, um, getting fucked with someone else's load still inside of me oh that's hot yeah that is probably did the like second the person thing. know yeah again because it's like in a group context but yeah you're just sort of going from person to person um but yeah i think that's probably i like that the pinnacle because then it does you're even a little bit you're like even in the context of this group setting it's yeah like you're a bad boy. Yeah, you are. You're you're the worst one of all yeah. of us. Like you're the only one going there. Yeah, that is really hot. I like that because I'm I'm very into like even more so than like specific acts. I like when someone has a vibe of like anything goes mm-hmm. and like they just. I love when people are like overtaken by passion and just like or horniness and just like don't give a fuck. Yeah. And to me, that's like that represents that. Yeah. <laughs> like like you're so horny, you're just. You don't care. Yeah. Or maybe that's what you're into. I don't know. But um, we're reaching the end of the podcast. Wow. So sad. <laughs> I know. We've really gone there. I I'm back. <laughs> I had all these questions for you, but we just ended up talking about fucking the whole time. Um, no, it's it's great. That was a very interesting conversation. Um, I end the com- the podcast in the same way every time it's with the 10 questions from inside actor studio great love. which i'm sure you literally nobody else ever knows what it is and yet somehow i'm very confident you know what it is <laughs> i yes very, i'm like it's on bravo so very familiar with mr lipton <laughs> yeah. 
All right. <clears throat> Have you ever been asked these before? I don't think so. No, this okay. is really exciting. I don't think it's still on. Do you remember on, what they are? But so I, I, don't I don't think know. I ever will be. Yeah. So this is very exciting <laughs> for me. All right. Here we go. What is your favorite word? Uh, absolutely. What is your least favorite word? Smegma. <laughs> what turns you on? Um, I, oh, what turns me on? I think, um, anything that's like a little bit wrong, <laughs> like, uh, like a dis dissonance, like someone who's like a little bit ugly, but really confident or someone who's like super hot, but like sort of shy, <laughs> you know, like that one or the other. I can't like a hot this person. This sounds who's, like an Alanis Morissette song. Yeah. A, a hot person who's confident, it does nothing for me or like, yeah. an, like a sort of unconventionally attractive person who's like, um, insecure also does nothing for me. Can but I if you, you have like a giant scar on your face, but you think you're the hottest person in the room. Yes. Hot. Get over here. I agree. It's kind of the reason like I've never fucked a celebrity. Yeah. Because if anything, I'm like, well, now you're ruled out because like you're you're already perfect. Oh, it's I hope like, that you doesn't happen to yeah. me. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen to me when my star rises. <laughs> I hope people still want to fuck with. <laughs> um, where were we? Uh, what turns you off? Um, arrogance. Yeah. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. What sound or noise do you love? Mm, what sound or noise do I love? I do love um, just like street noise. Like I, that's one thing I miss about New York versus LA is like lying in my bed at night in LA. It's so quiet, mm -hmm. but I do love just like hearing like cars and people and like different, like, you know, just the sounds of the city as <laughs> fucking stupid as that sounds. Um, I love that. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Um, it's, I, I would love to be like, I've always said that I wanted to be like a high school teacher for the, the whole sole purpose of just directing high school theater. Like I, you're I'm, Mr. G. Yeah, I am. I've, I want to be Mr. G. I really, really do. I'm obsessed with high school theater. I watch like high school musical theater competitions on YouTube. What? I'm very deep into it. Um, and it's like. Yeah, it's a problem. I would have done that. I I absolutely would have done that in a heartbeat if I if I could see you being out. really good at that. Yeah. From from what I know of you. Uh what profession other than your own would you not like to do? Um I think anything sort of desk related. Mm -hmm. I I worked desk jobs as my day jobs before I started doing comedy full time and it's like miserable just like looking at a computer screen for 8 to 9 to mm -hmm. 10 hours a day is not my my jam. Yeah. I hear you. That's, that's what the I real prostitution. That's what I want to do in my off time. You yeah. know, I want to stare at a screen in my off time. <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to be work. On your own terms. Yeah. Uh, and the final question is, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Uh, you were right, bitch. <laughs> none, of the, none of that shit mattered. <laughs> Only being a good boy, a good little boy to Suckers. other people. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. What can we promote for you? I know your Instagram and your Twitter are at I hate Joel Kim. Yes, that is correct. And then I have a show coming out on NBC this fall called Sunnyside. It airs Thursdays starting September 26th, I want to say, at 930 after The Good Place. Um, and it's about Queens. 
um queens new york yeah and yeah <laughs> to, to Very, yeah I, I realized that after i said it um yeah and it starts cal Penn and me and a bunch of other very cool people that's kind of a big um, deal nbc yeah i know it's wild like, and if in fact i they like did our social media training with us and like were telling us all the things we could and couldn't say and i was like wait. i was such a problem because i was like i kept raising my hand and being like um can i still talk about like <laughs> all the gross shit that I talk about. And they're like, as long as you don't include NBC <laughs> in it, um, then yeah. And I was like, what about like come in my butt? And she was like, as yeah. Long as but also like, why would you be tagging NBC? I, know. I was like, can I talk about my foreskin? And they were like, yes, as long as you don't make it like about the show or NBC. It's <laughs> like, wait, but you know what? That's way better than I would imagine. I know. I'm actually You're like, lucky. I've Cause see, that's your I, brand. I see it as a challenge. I really do. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, what's well, the thing that's going to get me in trouble? Cause now like you say, as long as it doesn't include NBC, but we'll see about that. <laughs> How high can you yeah, take exactly. it? Yeah, uh, exactly. But you're also in a very lucky position. I'm sure they don't give those guidelines to like everyone. No, and I also think like tr- they also cast me knowing. because of who you are. Yeah, right? and they like they knew what they were getting. So right. I think like they can't really like try and like you know reverse that. Now. I always um, read like articles about how like like um, the cast of Friends, yeah. like how they had no idea that you know it was going to be this huge show. They yeah, had all yeah. done a billion pilots, and then like like. And then they like made it huge. Like maybe, maybe this, this, maybe I got you at the perfect time. Like, I don't maybe know you that... wouldn't be allowed to be on the Pornhub podcast <laughs> yeah. after this. I don't know that uh, the, any show gets that big anymore, especially a network. I mean, it would be truly great, but I'm like very thankful to even just have this one season. Like yeah. people keep like sometimes like people asshole like trolls online will be like this show, your show's gonna get canceled after one season. And I'm like every time I'm like. Yeah, but Janai still was on a show for yeah, a one season. season. Yeah. Like, do you not realize how this this is already beyond what right. I thought I would ever accomplish? So, yeah. You're like, thanks for the compliment. Exactly. This does not affect me. <laughs> I was like, at all in the way True. that you think it is. Yeah. You're just reminding me of my cool job yeah. that I currently have. <laughs> it's true. Well, well, I hope it is a hit. Thank you. And I'll be watching for Thank sure. Thank you. And what, what date is that premiere uh, again? September 26th, Thursday September. nights. On NBC. On NBC, yeah. Okay. And NBC will later be contacting Pornhub. Like, please <laughs> remove all reference of NBC. <laughs> so uh, NBC, NBC, NBC. <laughs> all right. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.